The Democrats have a brilliant new plan to help fight inflation. It's abortion. I'm not, I'm, I wish I were making this stuff up. Uh, what's up? This is Marque Saves the Republic, and I'm so glad that you decided to join me this morning. Listen, we <laughs> moments ago, while I was planning the show, uh, the uh, Prime Minister of Great Britain, Liz Truss, resigned. She wasn't apparently very effective in her role. She had uh, some infighting. People were not really happy, uh, even in her own party. And, you know, the way it works in Great Britain is very different. Here in the United States of America, we have political parties and presidents run uh, on, you know, on, on one ticket, the Republican ticket, the Democrat ticket. They pick their vice president. In, in Great Britain, it's not like that. The ruling party or the party in power, the party that most people vote for, then internally selects the prime minister. So, you know, we don't you don't go and vote for prime minister. You vote for whatever party you think is going to run the party, the country better. And then they choose the leader and then they go into the House of Commons and they yell and scream at each other. And apparently there was fist fighting going on. I don't know the I don't know the particulars, but apparently it got really ugly. Anyway, this lady's gone and she re- she resigned. A lot of folks thought they were going to, I guess, vote her out. But she just called it quits. Uh, forty five days. It, it was forty five days. Exactly. Six weeks that she was prime minister of Great Britain, and it turns out that she had the shortest reign of any prime minister ever. Now, again, I don't know exactly the inner workings of British politics. I haven't followed this story as specifically as other people have or as closely as other people have. I will say this. This is what I know about Liz Truss. This is what I know about the uh, Conservative Party, the Tories in Great Britain. Uh, What I know is that she was very conservative. She was like Donald Trump conservative. She was put Britain first type of conservative leader. Uh, And I think that's why she won. And that's how she came to power. The other problem was much like Donald Trump. I think that she was portrayed by members of the opposition and also members of her own party who didn't like her and did and distrusted her and didn't like this, this hyper conservatism that she had. I think that those two factions worked together with the media, which is brutal in Great Britain, to paint her as this disorganized, ill-equipped, unrefined, uh, totally inept politician who was just, and the country was in chaos, and the and the 10 Downing Street was just, it was chaotic, say you don't 10 Downing Street, and the emergency meetings being called, and the, the, the Tories and the Labour Party are coming to blows, and all this stuff. It was very reminiscent of the narrative they portrayed or tried to portray with Donald Trump. When Donald Trump came to power, he was hyper conservative. A lot of people in his own party didn't like that. They decided that they weren't going to run for Congress. They weren't going to show up to the inauguration. A lot of Democrats said, he's not my president. I'm not, I'm not freezing my buns off uh, on, on Capitol Hill watching Donald Trump take the oath of office. No way. Not, not going to happen. Um, and so it, in the end, uh, it didn't work out. We know that Donald Trump was effective. He had a unique management style. Yeah, he plowed through a lot of uh, people till he found the right ones. But in the end, he got a lot done. Um, and I, he was able to withstand this narrative of chaos and ineptitude and everything else. I don't know, again, that that's the case. I'm just saying I draw some similarities between the two. Whenever you have a hyper conservative leader who wants to put their country first, it seems like um you know, it seems like people don't like that. Also, I do know this. I do feel like the the stories that I followed or the news that I was up on with Liz Truss, it didn't seem that she was able to execute as well her ideas. For example, Donald Trump said, I wanted to cut taxes and he got it done. He worked with Paul Ryan, who he hated or who hated him, and they got it done. They got the American tax cut for the people. 
you got you got 500 bucks back in your from your company maybe you got a thousand maybe the companies were coming back works uh jobs are being created it was incredible uh and that was something donald trump delivered on i don't think liz trust was able to immediately deliver on some of her promises and i think that that was also pardon me i'm getting somebody somebody email. i don't know why my emails up let me turn that off uh somebody was getting somebody you know somebody was getting a little a little perturbed. Anyway, enough about British politics. Let's talk about the only politics that matter, American politics, because unlike Great Britain, the leader of this country hasn't resigned yet, which I'm up in the air as to whether or not I want him to do, because again, the alternative is Cacklin Kamala Harris, who uh, is, gosh, I don't know. I, I mean, I have to think she's probably the worst choice, even, I don't know. It's a, it's a really tough decision. Joe Biden or Kamala Harris? Anyway, uh, the, uh, the Democrats, the, uh, the, the big fear they have now is losing total control of everything but the White House. After just two years in office, Joe Biden, his ineptitude, speaking of which, his bad decisions, everything that he's done to destroy this country. And by him, I mean the party, because we know he can barely, he can barely move. In fact, he's going to Delaware again. I don't know if you know that he's taking a long weekend. We just, there was just a big expose in CNN about how he spent more time away than any other president. A quarter of his presidency has been spent at home in Delaware. He's taken off more time than Donald Trump, than Barack Obama, than anybody. And on the heels of that story, and on the heels of him declaring a, a you know, tapping into the strategic oil reserve because we're at, we have an energy crisis, and on the heels of him saying this is the most consequential election of our lifetime, these midterms, uh, you know, the Democrats must win, he's deciding to go away for four days. So I think, I think today's his last day in, at work, and then he'll be gone. He'll be in Rehoboth or whatever, uh, chilling on the beach, probably in a mask. So anyway, that's an aside. Uh, in the meantime, the midterms, the Democrats now believe that they're going to lose. And so they're coming up with crazier and crazier ways to win. Stacey Abrams, Stacey Abrams, who's a, a Georgia Democrat, she's running for governor. She will lose. She's lost before. Don't feel bad for her. She's, it's becoming a habit uh, with her. She came up with a really interesting response to the question about inflation. <laughs> And it, I don't, I am, I have to take her at her word. I have to believe she's serious. Remember, this is the same Stacey Abrams who told everybody that the fetal heartbeat that you hear on the sonogram is made up. It is a made up. There's no fetal heart week before six weeks, which we know is a lie. And the, you hear when that sound you hear is a sound effect made up in a massive fraud perpetrated by OBGYNs around the world so that they can control the woman's uh, emotions so that they can force a woman to have a baby that she may not want to have because she hears the sound effect that she believes is the baby's heartbeat, but ain't. That's her crazy conspiracy theory. We'll get this one. Georgia Democrat Stacey Abrams, who is running for governor, this is from Breitbart, said during a television appearance Wednesday that more abortion, okay, more abortion was a solution, get this, to the crippling inflation rate. I'm going to... I'm going to pause. I'm going to reread that. I want you to understand exactly what the Democrats are suggesting. Stacey Abrams suggested that more abortion was a solution to combating the nation's crippling inflation rate. The question was, while abortion is an issue, it nowhere reaches the level of interest of voters in terms of the cost of gas, food, bread, milk, things like that. I think this was from Morning Joe. Yeah, this is from Morning Joe. So Morning Joe says, while abortion is an issue, it nowhere reaches the level of interest of voters in terms of the cost of gas, food, bread, milk, things like that. What can a governor, what could you do as governor to alleviate the concerns of Georgia voters about those 
livability, daily, hourly issues they're confronted with. Her reply to Morning Joe, let's be clear, having children is why you're worried about your price for gas. It's why you're concerned about how much food costs. For women, this is not a reductive issue. You can't divorce being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy from the economic realities of having a child. So she's saying a solution for women who can't afford gas is not to, you know, drill here at home so that we're energy independent and we can lower the gas prices for everybody. No, it's to abort your babies. Now, keep in mind, too, she isn't even saying stop having children. I mean, that'd be the that'd be the other stop. Don't have any more sex. Outlaw sex. That's not what she's saying. She's saying have the sex. Don't use the protection. Get pregnant and then abort the child, because not only will that be you exercising your right to choose as a woman, but also it'll be fighting inflation, which is demonic and devilish and dumb on so many levels. <laughs> it's the 3Ds. First of all, it doesn't fight inflation. Inflation is not caused by women having babies. Inflation is not caused by you having more children than you can afford to feed. Inflation is caused by other factors. Factors that Joe Biden has let just, I mean, he's just let them fly. The energy and the, the energy uh, dependence again that we have. Um, cutting our natural resources, uh, increasing taxes, you know, increasing the, um, the, the uh, Fed rate on home ownership. I mean, all of these things that Joe Biden has done has led to handing out all that money. Man, you can't hand out trillions and tri billions and billions of dollars to people during COVID and not expect there to be inflationary results, which is exactly what happened. And any econo uh, economist will tell you that's exactly the reason. Um, so Joe Biden and his COVID relief plans and his, and, his, and his handing out of cash and his mismanagement of the military and the war in Ukraine and the gas prices and our energy dependence and his stupid Green New Deal, all this stuff, consumer confidence, everything, it's all related to Joe Biden. And that's why inflation is high. Killing babies does not help any of that. <laughs> it doesn't make the price of food go down. It doesn't make the price of gas decrease. Stacey Abrams is suggesting abortion as a cure for inflation when it's not. Personally, you may not have to spend as much money. Sure, if you only have, if you, only have you and not you and a baby, yes, there's less money that you need to spend on gas and diapers and food. And there's less money that you need to spend on childcare and education and you know, clothing and all that other stuff, but it doesn't fight inflation. It doesn't reduce the cost of anything. And in fact, your gas is still going to be expensive. You're just going to be paying for less of it. Your food is still going to be expensive. You're just going to be paying for less of it. So I don't know if this is a last ditch effort by a Democrat who's struggling, not only politically, but obviously morally. And, you know, as a human being, <laughs> as a human being, uh, you know, she's struggling on this planet right now to make any, uh, any sense. Um, and so what, what, uh, by the way, there's another quote here that I did want to read you, uh, because it says here, a governor can address housing prices. A governor can address the cost of education. A governor can put money in the, into the pockets of everyday hardworking Georgians instead of giving tax cuts to the wealthy. That's what I talk about on the trail. Abrams said before switching the conversation back to abortion, because, She's definitely there. I mean, she believes abortion is going to be the win. She believes that uh, that abortion is a a way that men feel that male OBGYNs can control women. The doctors can control women. And by forcing them to hear fake fetal heartbeats, 
they can convince women to have babies that they can't afford, thus adding to inflation. It's really, it's really an interesting thought process. I believe, again, this is a last-ditch effort by a candidate to try to, to gain some relevance, to try to scare people into voting for her, but I just, I just pray to God it's not going to I don't think it will. In fact, the more Stacey Abrams says stuff like this, the more uh, Republicans, I think, are going to go out and vote. I, the more Stacey Abrams says something like this, I think the more people are going to go out and vote for Brian Kemp and Herschel Walker. I think that people are going to look at this woman and go, yo, she's crazy. And they're going to see that big D next to her name. And they're going to be like, she's crazy. She got a big D next to her name. Raphael Warnock's got a big D next to his name. He must be crazy too. Fun fact, he is and also kind of a lech. Um, but anyway, that's what's going. We'll have more of this on the Mark K show later on today. So listen, noon to three Eastern, 11 to two central, wherever, uh, wherever you listen to the show on the radio, on our, on our podcast page or on any of our streaming outlets. And don't forget folks to join our locals page too. We have a fantastic Patriot community, uh, on our locals page. It's Mark K locals.com Mark content, uh, live streams, video podcasts, uh, comments from pe- memes. People are posted memes there all the time. They're funny ones too. So go and be part of the uh, be part of the Katriot community on locals. Markk.locals.com.